When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 315 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Jennifer Umoto. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Today, we will be discussing part two of chapter six of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the ghoul in the pajamas. So make sure that you've read the chapter and you're ready to haunt your way through the details. Ayo. I don't, did ghouls haunt though? Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and gives you access to all of our exclusive extras. As always, we are accepting Potter stories or just any fun stuff, questions, or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. He clings chain. That's yeah. haunt. Yeah, yeah. He does Make a sure form you do of a, haunting. A good ghoulish recap. <laughs> See the way she looked ready? into your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> chains, chains, chains. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink, clink. It's Taylor Swift lyrics. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember when you, Tiffany said you were going to be unbearable. <laughs> I wasn't, was I? No, you were fine. <laughs> See? Oh, good times. Okay. No one really knows how to deal with the loss of Mad-Eye, right? Mrs. Weasley's doing her best to get information out of the trio and then keeps him apart. Ma'am, right now, poised at the edge of the Wizarding World, Lord Voldemort has been secretly creating several weapons with a destructive capacity to annihilate the entire world. Harry alone has the information to reveal those weapons only weaknesses and you mrs weasley are responsible for delaying his rendezvous with his friends oh my god that was really good thank that you. was really good thank yeah. you uh you <laughs> are a toy <laughs> you are a child's plaything <laughs> you are a stretch strad you're strad strange look you have my pity oh, man. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> well, good riddance, you loony. <laughs> it's 
just such a good movie. It's so <sighs> quotable. Oh my gosh. Truly. So quotable. So are we surprised by the fact that Ron tries to be a conspiracy theorist at the start of this? Um, I, you guys can answer in my summary. Are we surprised by his conspiracy theorist ways? Is it conspiracy or is it just oh, he's really sad and doesn't want to believe it? It's a little conspiracy-ish, in my opinion. Okay. I was trying to remember what it was. That's why I wasn't responding. Oh. Moody's alive. I like it. Ron's looking on the bright side of things. Well, Harry pulls him back to Earth and says, no, Ron, he's dead. Your brother saw the green light. End game. Your brother? Yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Oh, I, thought, I was like, man, that's not his brother. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> Invite yourself out. Hermione takes a little stroll down memory lane with all of her books, and we learn what Hermione did to protect herself and her family when she leaves with Harry. And then we learn what Ron did. A ghoul in pajamas. Remember, you remember bananas in pajamas? They're coming down bananas the stairs. Bananas mm-hmm. in pajamas. Yes, I loved that show. So did I. Yeah, yeah. Mia, thank you. Those pinstripe pajamas. So freaking cute. <laughs> so cute. Are bananas in pajamas more scary? Or is Barney more scary? Barney. I and I loved Barney. I loved Barney. I was not a Barney person. I was too old. Oh, I loved Barney. Obsessed. Meg and I just had a conversation about that the other day, and there was two other dinosaurs on there, and I was like, oh, I couldn't stand the one. And Meg's like, what? I loved her. I can't remember her name now, but she was awesome. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Tiffany. Yeah. It's your turn. It is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you mm. here? Yeah, I'm just thinking about this stuff. The conspiracy theory. Is he going to be on the History Channel? What's that show? <laughs> Ancient Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> E-Kirk 2006 loves that stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, E-Kirk. I saw he dressed up like a Hufflepuff student for school. Are we shocked? No. And we by the it. other day, I mean yesterday. Literally yesterday. <laughs> it has been a week, my friends. Uh, Can't believe it's only Wednesday. Any whoosies. Ron's like, we're just talking about Mad-Eye. And he tells Harry that he thinks Mad-Eye may have survived. Mm. I appreciate the want to look on the bright side of things. But Harry's like very firm in this moment. Um, And I wonder if this has anything to do with him pushing the thought of Hedwig being dead. And not believing that until, mm, I mean, it wasn't like hours later, but it was a, a little bit. It was a while, yeah. It was a little bit. Um, and he's like, no. Bill saw him get hit with green light. Ron counters that Bill's under attack. He may not have been sure about what he saw. And then Hermione goes ahead and counters with the fact that even if he wasn't hit with green light, he would have fallen about a thousand feet. How many DeVitas is that? I don't do math. So somebody else do it for me, please. And he had nothing to help him. There was no wand, no broom, no Thestral, no nothing. So the fall would have killed him anyway. 20.735 DeVitos. It's a thousand, not a hundred. You're right. Hold on. It's even more. I thought that that sounded low. (laughs) (laughs) 
207.347 DeVitos. Thank you. We love to see that. Um, And so Ron's like kind of grumpy about this. He says, quote, well, all right, if you want him to be dead, said Ron grumpily, <laughs> punching his pillow into a more comfortable shape. Of course we don't want him to be dead, said Hermione, looking shocked. It's dreadful that he's dead, but we're being realistic. And then um, Harry has a very swish moment in the fact that he thinks about something that should be sad and turns it awkward and laughs and well wants to laugh, right? That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Quote, for the first time, Harry imagined Mad-Eye's body broken as Dumbledore's had been, yet with that one eye still whizzing in its socket. He felt a stab of revulsion mixed with a bizarre desire to laugh. <laughs> it's weird it, when your body just like does those things. Like I always have the feeling of like wanting to laugh in like the worst situations, but I don't think anything's funny. It's just like an anxious response to stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're more embarrassed because like if I laugh, everyone's going to think I'm actually clinically insane, you know? Yeah. <sighs> it's a tough. It's a toughie. Yeah. Quote, the Death Eaters probably tidied up after themselves. That's why no one's found him, said Ron wisely. A seer oh, again. so now he's already jumped. He's already on it. A seer again, Mr. Weasley. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was just thinking he was still alive. Now he's like, oh, well, yeah, they probably cleaned it up, huh? No, I just think. <laughs> I mean, you don't want you don't want it to be true, you know? Didn't he? Doesn't he try and say that Dumbledore isn't dead later on or something? Yes, I think so. Brings him the sword. Is it because he's Ron Bulldore? I mean, it could be. Talk Would about Ron? conspiracy theorists. Was that too loud? No. I'm sorry. Wow, put your, your sweatshirt, sweatshirt on was, more quietly. I'm cold right now. If I'm cold, then it's cold. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I was, you know what? I was going <laughs> to. Oh, geez. Yeah. I was going to say, would Ron have joined, been a part of QAnon? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I hope not. Oh. No. He just is so gullible. <laughs> he believes a lot of dumb stuff. Oh, my God. Surprise, Ron's boomer. That's funny. Um, But I love him. We know. Just pointing that out. So we know where his eye ends up, but what of his body? And I don't know, but I think Harry's probably on the right track with this. So we get a nice little shout out to Goblet of Fire. And Harry suggests that the Death Eaters would have turned him in, like maybe they turned him into a bone and buried him like they did with Barty Crouch. And this sends Hermione and understandably so they're speaking very candidly about someone who has just passed and not everyone can like separate that so quickly I think it depends greatly on who you are and how you have experienced death within your own life I don't know how much death close to Hermione that she has experienced yeah as, like this um, expected deaths, in my own personal opinion, are easier to speak candidly about um, and be more like realistic about rather than a death that is unexpected um, and that's a lot more difficult for people to process and talk about. And I feel like maybe the grieving process would be a little bit longer. Um, 
And just a little note about me growing up. Death was always this like huge. I mean, it is a huge thing, but like. I don't know. It was like not to be talked talked about in such a way in funerals and and calling hours and and we didn't call them calling hours when, when I grew up were to be solemn and serious. And then I dated an Irishman <laughs> and married him. And wakes Irish wakes are nothing like what I experienced growing up. It truly is like a, celeb- a celebration. It's a celebration yeah. of life and there's laughter and stories and it's just it's it's wholly different. And I feel like um, coming into to this Irish family, I. I don't know, I feel a little bit differently about it, which is, is a good thing. Yeah. I feel like it was good for me. Yeah. It's like a it's a a better grieving process to go about it that way. To celebrate the life. Right. Yes. I mean, obviously, you're still sad, mm-hmm. but yeah, it makes a lot more. You're not allowed to be upset, right? Mm-hmm. It just makes a lot more sense to talk about all the good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, we know uh, Hermione. We know some of the deaths that Hermione has dealt with, just because the Hogwarts deaths, <sighs> right? But. You don't, we don't know outside of that. Right. I mean, but that is a lot still. I don't know. I mean, also some people are just more emotional than others and have a harder time. Yeah. Everyone she obviously deals does. With things differently. Yeah. For, including grief. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so Hermione begins crying while she has a copy of Spellman's Syllabary open in front of her. Fun fact, my great-grandmother, last name, Spellman. Hey. I think I'm a witch. Obviously. Right. Boop. Oh, gosh. The wiki just put a big old discovered debit card ad in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me click out of it. Any whoosies. If you didn't already know, Spellman's syllabary is a book. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But it is used in ancient runes class at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I don't know why I'm talking with an accent. but Why not? It's right here. Um, the book contains information on runes and their meanings and could be used to translate runes into modern English. The edition owned by Hermione Granger was written by Rosanna Amorim. What is that? Jacob's brother. Uh, i don't know there's uh there's a citation and it's not letting me click is the internet going nutty it's working for me it won't let me click that where is this let me see in the history part it's literally in the first like paragraph it says one celebration of harry potter day one highlights from MuggleNet. oh interesting so that's real uh yeah, so Hermione takes this with her out and about. She actually uses this book to um try and figure out what the Deathly Hallows symbol is mm-hmm. in Tales of Beetle the Bard. Does look like a rune. It does look like a rune. So there's that. That's a nice little tie-in for later on. And so uh Ron's on it, Dag on it. 
<laughs> and that's a good old my dad thing for you. He says that. And Harry tries to comfort Hermione, but he's too slow. Ron's there. Puts his arm around her. And in an instant, he's getting a disgusting handkerchief <laughs> <laughs> out. And he's handing it to her after he tries to clean it with Turgio. What's Turgio? Oh, you remember that spell, guys. <laughs> the cleaning spell. <laughs> Variations of the loose. Use. Cleaning. That's it. But it is from a Latin verb. I don't know. Turgir. Sorry. But to rub off, wipe off, wipe dry, wipe clean, or cleanse. Nice. What so is OOC dice? What is that? What do you mean? OOC dice information. Turgio requires a player to be level nine or higher. That sounds like D&D stuff. What does it mean? Doesn't it? It's got to be a game. OOC dice. Please look I'm it Googling up. it. Harry Potter. Uh, I assume. I, well, I know it's a game. There's dice. But like. Doubles roll the dice. I've never heard of that. O-O-C dice Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, that's what I found too, but like... There's... Dicers? Kayla, yes. Oh, it's on Amazon. Hold on. Harry Potter Dicer Starter Set. Oh, well, that's a real game. It is a real game. No, no, no. Kayla sent a Devils Roll the Dice, Angels Roll Their Eyes oh. game. Yeah. Hm, I don't know. They're dice with little figures in them. But I don't know if... Wait. Yeah, I have no idea. Sorry. Well, it's a game. If someone knows, Harry Potter and the Alchemist's Quest discontinued. Is that it? No. But you gotta be level nine to clean. What the heck is that? So weird. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways. Quote the wand siphoned off most of the grease, looking rather pleased with himself, Ron handed the slightly smoking handkerchief to Hermione. Oh, thanks, Ron. I'm sorry. She blew her nose and hiccuped. It's just so awful, isn't it? Right after Dumbledore. I just, just never imagined Mad Eye dying somehow. He seems so tough. Yeah, I know, said Ron, giving her a squeeze. But you know what he'd say to us if he was here? C Constant vigilance, said Hermione, mopping her eyes. That's right, said Ron, nodding. He'd tell us to learn what, from what happened to him. And what I've learned is not to trust that cowardly little squit mundungus. <laughs> Ron being such a grown-up here. Well, let me tell you why. <laughs> I like this moment. I truly do. Even though he took it from a bit of a slimy book oh, to help right. him out. <laughs> what a butt. Way to charm witches. That's right. Um, yeah, but it does help him be more considerate and not teaspoon. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. It broadens his mind. It just, it's fine. I don't mind this. 
This is okay. Sometimes. And he does help her calm down. She gives a little laugh. And then she goes for more books. And we get a shout out to Prisoner. Because she accidentally drops the monster book of monsters on him. And it breaks free from the restraining belt that was on it. And snapped viciously at Ron's ankle. And he's not pleased. (laughs) It's crazy to think that like, like a whole class full of students just like have these books in their home. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like not using them, just do they have to bound eat though? <laughs> I don't know. They Probably seem not. Living. They eat, the eat knowledge. Mm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't mind a good self help book. I don't mind a good self help book, Ron. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> All right. So Hermione is going through these books. <laughs> Deciding which ones they need to bring with them on their hunt for the you-know-whats. Do you mean Hermonini? Yes. Okay. Her. And I love the comic relief from Ron here. He goes, of course, I forgot. We'll be hunting down Voldemort in the mobile library. Mobile. <laughs> mobile <laughs> library. Um, and Harry now tries to get them to not come. As we all knew he would classic Harry. So he goes, I know you said after Dumbledore's funeral that you wanted to come with me. And Ron just looks to Hermione and goes, here he goes. <laughs> As we knew he would. Wait, sing it, say it like Jim Dale. I don't remember. <laughs> here he goes. As we knew he would. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Um, so Hermione then decides to take Hogwarts a history because, quote, even if we're not going back there, I don't think it'd feel right if I didn't have it with. And I thought this was a fun fact because I I wanted to look up mentions of Hogwarts a history to see if it's used at all again later. Mm-hmm. And it's not. But Half-Blood Prince is the only book that that book is not mentioned in. Too busy and talking about that, was, that other book. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. It is mentioned in every other book. Honestly, weird. don't you two yeah. read? Um, I also think that this is a nice little Easter egg, possibly, because Bethelda Bagshot is the author, and she plays an integral role in the Horcrux hunt. So even though they don't end up using Hogwarts a history, um, they do, in fact, go back to Hogwarts, Hermione. She says, even if we're not going back there, you are going to go back there. And they also get to meet the author of this massively popular, famous book that Hermione is obsessed with. Um, kind of. She's kind of dead. Do, but, do they? You know. Do they? They get to, uh, they get meet, to her husk. meet her body. Um, so. I'm sorry. Did you just say husk? She did. Casually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Embodied by a snake. Um, what would you call it? Corpse. See, no, the husk sounds way husk better for me. Shell. Yeah. Give me more words. Exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> skin blankets. Nope, no, 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 no. Claudia just said no, skin bag. No. Claudia isn't verbally recording this episode. <laughs> oh my god. That's horrific. We're all just sacks of meat. No! 
we are. But Bethilda right now is a husk. Yeah. What are synonyms for husk? <laughs> um, you look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Shell hole pod case casing covering seed case rind skin peel. Brand shuck word I can't say capsule legume none of those sound any better than I am forever (laughs) referring to my body as a legume legume. (laughs) (laughs) Bree says bag of bones yeah that's better okay Harry tries again but Hermione claps back this time and tells him enough. They decided months or really years ago that this was happening. So, like, genuinely stop. And this is when we learn just how much she has done to prepare. And this is a lot. So, I'm just going to read from the book. I've been packing for days. So, we're ready to leave at a moment's notice which, for your information, has included doing some pretty difficult magic, not to mention smuggling Mad-Eye's whole stock of polyjuice potion right under Ron's mom's nose. I've also modified my parents' memories, so they're convinced they're really called Wendell and Monica Wilkins, and that their life's ambition is to move to Australia, which they have now done. That's to make it more difficult for Voldemort to track them down and interrogate them about me, Or you, because, unfortunately, I've told them quite a bit about you. Assuming I survive our hunt for the Horcruxes, I'll find Mum and Dad and lift the enchantment. And if I don't, well, I think I've cast a good enough charm to keep them safe and happy. Wendell and Monica Wilkins don't know that they've got a daughter, you see. It's so sad. It really is. And also, that is very complicated magic that she has done at 17 years old this comes up quite quickly later on and people always (laughs) (laughs) sorry it was my chair (laughs) sounds like like i'm lying but i'm not (laughs) you broke tiffany (sighs) (laughs) i bet you didn't even pick it up no Yeah, what about Hermione? Oh, God, hold on. And all this stuff she's done? Okay, so it comes up really quickly later on when they are um, in the cafe, right? They just leave uh, the wedding, and she has she goes to modify the, the Death Eater's memories, and she's like, I haven't done memory charm, but I know the theory. And people are like, what about your parents? So what's that all about? So I think that it's different to erase someone's memory versus modifying it. Because I think that she says she doesn't know how to erase. Right? Mm-hmm. Is it erase? Because they want to wipe their minds then. They right? want to w- wipe the event, I believe. Because right. they can't know that Harry Potter is there or right. his accomplices. Um so what I'm thinking is along the same lines as you that changing. Oh, God. But that's the entire history of her memories from. I love con- how they portray conception that. To to. Yeah. Right. That I'm day. I'm kind of picturing it as like a glimmer. Mm. 
Okay. Oh God, guitar. So like mm-hmm. everything is because she can lift it. It's an enchantment. She can lift it. But so it's all in there. But she put a new reality in their head. So that is what they see. Like that is first and foremost. So it's like a blanket. Actu- <laughs> yeah. So it's different than actually wiping someone's memory. Yeah. So instead of a, an eraser, we're we're just modifying what we're saying. Yeah. Mia, I did mean glamour, and I said glimmer, but you know that's fine. We under in Harry Potter. Ha- uh, it's, a it's glimmer. glimmer. <laughs> Different universe. <laughs> oh, thank you. But yeah, so that does come up often with people on the internet highway. I have another theory, though. Sure. I. I think that she probably did know how to do it. It was probably pretty triggering to do it. Because of what she just did to her parents. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So it was easier to say, I can't do that. Could because be. she didn't yeah. want to. Very, that's valid. That's 100% valid. I do I don't think know. it is different, though, because she didn't, those memories aren't erased because she says she can lift it. She can lift it. Yeah. But that's a really good point as well. And it's I don't blame her really for triggering. wanting to, like protect herself i love how they portrayed it in the movie how whenever they're panning through the house and like she's just erasing out of pictures so sad yeah it was a very sad times and and i think that obviously we joke all the time that harry doesn't truly think things through but this is a thousand percent something he did not even think of Mm-hmm. And I also a thousand percent think Ron would not have thought of it if Hermione hadn't probably told him we need to come up with a plan for your family to protect them. Yeah, because they would. I mean, I I, I would be curious to find out or know how quickly Hermione's family home was raided, mm-hmm. you know. And because they do say, they do find out that, like, it was questioned as to why Ron didn't come to school and they did follow up on it. Yeah, they did check. Um, I would assume that it would be after she was confirmed to be with him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or Because otherwise Which, she could. Or well, when she doesn't oh, show up to school. When she doesn't show up to school because Voldemort makes it mandatory for everybody to go to Hogwarts when it wasn't like that before. And of so course it's you're bef- going to have a list it's, of Muggleborns. It's before the ministry because she is on the list. You're correct. Yeah. She doesn't show up. 
and she doesn't go to Hogwarts, so that would enable them to go and check. It would give them the reasoning that they would need. Yeah. Because they're still, like, it's so odd to me that they're, like, still kind of operating within their own laws. Like, yeah. they're not just outright doing whatever the heck they want to do. They still have some semblance of some structure. kind of structure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I feel like that's very interesting because Harry even says, you know, why doesn't Voldemort make himself Minister of Magic? And Lupin's like, he f- effectively he is, but he doesn't need to be in there. He has puppets running it for him. So, like, he's head honcho, but everybody else is, like, doing his bidding. But it's all within, like, this government kind of facade. Hmm. Yeah. Gives me some real life feels. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so, obviously, after hearing this from Hermione, Harry is just, like, at a loss for words. He... <laughs> He, like, murmurs, not murmurs, he stammers through trying to, like, say a sentence. He's like, I, Hermione, I'm sorry, I didn't. And then she butts in and says, didn't realize that Ron and I know perfectly well what might happen if we come with you? Well, we do. Ron, show Harry what you've done. Immediately just like, okay, come on, no more games. He needs to know how serious we are. We're sh- I just told him what I did. You show him what you did. We understand what doing this means, not Mm -hmm. just for us, but for our families, too. And I think that's also very telling of them because they know him so well. He's going to try and get us to not come, too. He's going to try and do this alone like he always does because he knows that people are dying for for him. And he doesn't want that. But but what he also has to realize is that the people who are in his, like, inner circle, would they die for him? Yes. And the greater people of the cause, the people who aren't so close to him, who are fighting as well, are they dying for Harry? Not as much as I would think the people closest to him they're all willing to die for the cause mm-hmm. right right and that's kind of i don't know i mean it's like it was in the first wizarding war people were willing to give their lives for a better future and that's what we're seeing here now and harry absolutely especially after mad eye wants no part in that yeah but what he doesn't understand is that they would do like anything for him and they also know that like he needs them mm-hmm. could you imagine no no he could still be camping to this day mm. couldn't he so harry <laughs> follows ron out of the room and onto his teeny tiny little landing i like that when hermione's like show him what you've done and ron's like oh no he just ate <laughs> i mean he's like no he does smell <laughs> right um, so Ron says descendo and this little hatch opens up in the ceiling and a ladder comes down. Is this, has this always been here? Like, have they always been yeah. able to access the attic like it that? It feels like, I like my aunt and uncle had this type of thing. So it feels very normal. Yeah, I think so. It feels very, um, nineties to me. Christmas vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get stuck up there. <laughs> yeah. And also I, I think it's, I mean, like we've known about the ghoul since. Yeah. Ch- chamber yeah right when he first gets yeah. there so he essentially has his own bedroom even though it's like the attic 
Um, it's described as a horrible half-sucking, half-moaning sound coming from the now open ceiling and an unpleasant smell like open drains. Ew. That smells... That is the worst smell. That's awful. I realized today, because I read this part today, and then I gave Phil one of his treats, and Ew. that is what it smells like. I what have figured treat? it out. Those yak puffs. No, it smells like burnt cheese. Nope. Open it up. <laughs> take another smell. It smells that. like a terribly wet rag that's been sitting in a pipe for three years. That's what it tastes. That tastes hurts. like it. <laughs> Why so are you full like- of these disgusting descriptors tonight? You're welcome. What's wrong with you? It's the goofy shirt? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And green and a hat. Why? Mm -hmm. And a green mic? What did you do? Look Look what what you made made me do. (laughs) Megan, you're really bad today at the Coke game. Who has been out slitherined? Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me for what you made me do oof so hot don't make me go nuts so hot (laughs) um so harry's like well that's your ghoul isn't it because he'd never met him but it's been described in previous books like you can hear him clanking around up there right Mm -hmm. so ron's like yeah come and meet him (laughs) and harry's like uh do gold Ghouls normally wear pajamas? And Ron said, no, and they don't normally have red hair or are covered in pustules, which are like really angry, lesiony pimples. Lesiony. Yeah, I'm just all full of the gross today. Purple blisters. (laughs) Tiffany Evie was watching Hocus Pocus and she pointed at Billy and said, he's gross. (laughs) He's gross. He is gross. (laughs) I was like... Yeah, he is a little gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy. Oh, my God. And Ron goes, he's me, you see? And Harry's like, no, I don't. Um, and Ron's like, I'll tell you back in the room. The smell's getting to me. So they head back. Um, so basically, when the trio leaves, the ghoul's going to stay in Ron's bedroom. Quote, I think he's really looking forward to it. Well, it's hard to tell because all he can do is moan and drool. But he nods a lot when you mention it. <laughs> So he's going to be Ron with Spattergroit. Doesn't sound pleasant. No. If you don't remember what that is. Um, it's a skin infection. So you break out in these really angry purple pimples. Um, they blister. They can leave scars on your face. Um, it's also like it's like a f- magical fungus. So if it reaches your mouth. You can't speak anymore, Mm -hmm. which is to their benefit because ghouls can't talk. So when they come a knocking, like, where's your son? Well, he's there and he can't talk anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really a good plan. It really is. It's pretty bright. Um, Ghouls are a being and they are a 2X on the Ministry of Magic classification. The mom. The mom. Relatively harmless. That are just new... A nuisances because of the noises that they make. They're dim-witted, live off bugs and other household pests. Yeah, they're kind of like bats. You, you you want them around, but you don't want them like all around. You know what I mean? Spiders too. Yeah. 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 Additional symptoms are severe confusion and memory loss. 
That's and sad. fun fact, a massive outbreak of Spattergroit was one of the several things speculated to have been behind the mystery of why no one in the Wizarding World could remember the Quidditch World Pu- Cup taking place in 1877. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from Quidditch Through the Ages? Hold on. Let me make sure it's not it Jacob's sibling. History of the Quidditch World Cup from Pottermore. Oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All about Spattergroit, which is the worst name ever. Ron's, like, stoked about this plan. It's a really good plan. He's like, it's good, huh? And Harry's just, like, confused. He's like, no, like, it is good. (laughs) Uh, He's like, when I don't turn up at Hogwarts, like, everyone's going to assume that me and Hermione are with you. So the Death Eaters are going to go straight to the families for information. Mm -hmm. So for Hermione, she's hoping it looks like she went away with her parents because a lot of Muggleborns right now are talking about going into hiding. I don't blame them because we see later with the whole thing Umbridge cooks up. Mm -hmm. And for Ron, they obviously can't hide his whole family. One, it's like a little sus. And two, they can't all leave their jobs. So the story is he's really sick. If anyone comes to investigate, his parents will just be like, Ari, come see him. But Spattergroit's really contagious, so they're not going to want to go anywhere near him. So they're probably just going to be like, yeah, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, whatever. Mm. Um, so Harry's like, are your mom and dad in on the plan? And he says his dad is because he helped him and the, he helped the twins transform the ghoul. But Mrs. Weasley, she won't accept their going until they've gone. The end. Mm. Did you guys remember that there is a quote murderous old ghoul in the toilet in Twelve Grimald Place? I didn't remember when they were cleaning it out. I don't remember I that forgot either. About that. Nineteen ninety five, baby. I just remember all the doxies and the boggart and the, the troll heads and the locket and the screaming portrait. Okay, so you remember every literally like everything else except this. Yeah. <laughs> rattles a little (laughs) (laughs) oh man so that's like a kind of a a shout out to you to that yeah very interesting very nice very nice all right we ready for lightning bolt questions (laughs) kdk quick answers you have a pet ghoul what is their name Ferdinand. <laughs> mm, I like that. Hmm. Quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. This is a lot of pretty. Katie is like drawing on her stickers. <laughs> Francesca. You went with my Francisco. Yeah. Well, I, when you said that, I thought Fergus. Oh, I like Fergus. Let's just, yeah, all F names. Okay. <laughs> Mia asks Hermione had to limit her choices for the mobile library while camping. Desert Island Books, pick three you must have. Deathly Hallows. What a shocker. I'm just going to... Oh. Hmm. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard. If I go with my current likes, Crescent City 2 and Silver Flames. Okay. Katie? No, Kindles. Lame. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think I would probably pick Sorcerer's Stone. I would pick a Harry Potter. I think I would go Sorcerer's... No. I'm going to change that. I'm going to say Goblet of Fire. I'm okay. going to go Goblet of Fire. Um, and then... 
probably Mist and Fury. And hmm, a Christina Lauren book. Which one? Which one? Soulmate Equation. Come on. Mm, on Honeymooners? No. Love, love in Other Words. Mm. Yeah, Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. I definitely think I'd go Sorcerer's Stone. Ralph S. Mouse. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. Shut up. I love I that love book. It. I love it. <laughs> Um, what would my third one be? Oh man, now I want to pick Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> I've never read that. <laughs> Me either. Oh, I love <gasps> And Red, White, and Royal Blue. Thank you, Megan. Oh, with an H. that is a good one. That's a good one. All right, let's see. How did that take me less time than picking a name for the cool? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sam asks, if you could wipe yourself out of something so no one remembers an embarrassing moment, what would it be? Would it be when you blew your trumpet out the window? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm proud of that. <laughs> I own that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Something that haunts my, like, it's one of those things where you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, that happened. Second grade. I got caught playing with my Beanie Babies in my desk and everyone <laughs> stared at me. <laughs> and I'm still embarrassed about it. <laughs> so I would definitely wipe that off the map. <laughs> <laughs> babies in my desk. I mean, like, I was making it talk and everything, and then I look up, and everyone was staring at me. No! And slowly my desk. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Did you pick one? No. I'm just trying to think about awkward interactions. Every day of my life. I have two that I think I about know. pretty often, but I don't know between. <laughs> Should it also be when I hit that person that lives in our building with trash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. We, we walked by her again the other day, and then as we walk away, Katie's like, I hit her with trash. <laughs> well, that time I threw my trash away at Panera, and it flew behind the garbage can, and it hit people who were sitting in their booth? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> what is wrong with me? It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. I, I have secondhand embarrassment for you. <laughs> I can't really remember anything recently. Secondhand embarrassment. I um, I had my observation a couple of weeks ago, and it's like five minutes after it started, it's dead quiet, and a kid rips some fart, <laughs> and everybody starts laughing, and you know you're being evaluated. So I'm like, calm down, calm down, and I literally said, "There's no shame in the fart game." <laughs> <laughs> and my my AP's in the back and she's like it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome oh my god I there's have, that I, I have first more. graders fart so much you guys <laughs> uh so what was the question which uh, something embarrassing you wish okay. you could have wiped I'll from. just tell both of my stories sure so the first one I think of is from preschool, <laughs> and I legitimately remember this. <laughs> See, it was it's the first time. Forced. It was the first time I ever got put in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend decided to barricade the castle, <laughs> and we wouldn't let anybody in. Yeah, that tracks for you. <laughs> We blocked the door. One of us was in the tower as the lookout. <laughs> we got put in timeout for not sharing the castle. Oh my God. Terrible. 
And then the other one is when I did dance. I feel so bad for my mom because my mom like paid for these extra lessons for me <laughs> to do so good on this brand new solo. I really wanted to do a solo to reflection from Mulan and my mom paid for all these extra classes <laughs> and then we go to the competition and I literally blanked. <laughs> I just forgot the dance and started making it up for like half of it. And I still placed in high second, though, so I'm still kind of proud of that. But she has I a was, video of it. So, cool. uh, yeah, of course, my mom, because she was, like, so excited for this dance. She was, like, so yeah. proud of it. She loved it so much. She prepaid for, like, the video of it. They, like, record your solo, and then you get it, like, your competition solo. <laughs> it was all made up. Oh, I'm we gone. watched it one time. She's like, see right there. That's I don't what, know I what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden I can tell him like, oh, and I came back right there is when I started remembering it again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Bad. <laughs> it was so bad. That was. <sighs> yeah, that was embarrassing. And my mom was so mad at me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what happened. I just forgot. Many people in in the chat have also experienced that. Just so you know. oh my gosh, well that makes me feel better. So yeah, well done. You don't have one, Tiff. Didn't I say it? No, you just told yeah. us. Yeah, no, there's Wait, no wh- shame in the fart game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should that be the episode title? <laughs> there's no shame. There's no shame in the fart game. No, on it, dag on it. Mm-hmm. Is right now this the title? All right. Not Kayla, no. <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, no. Fan story. Oh, okay. That was it. Cool. Uh, last embarrassing moment because I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, walking down the hallway when I went into an office and someone says something to me and I meant to say thank you and something else and I screamed, thank! And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot when I fell on my butt in front of like... <laughs> In front of, like, my least favorite teacher <laughs> of my entire life, my entire existence. Oh, I, I remember that. I can't. hated that yeah. teacher. And I went and sat down for, like, a review with her. And I <laughs> fell out of the chair. Wait, I have one that has to do with my mom. Yes, Okay, please. so. These are the best stories. Really quick. We're in the Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> and she pulls up to the Wendy's. <laughs> She's digging through her coins to find the exact change. And she can't hear them, and they keep, like, mumbling the price. She goes, how much? How much? How much? (laughs) Did you die? (laughs) Ashley and I will still say that. We'll be like, how much? (laughs) On to this day. And she'll go, it wasn't that bad, Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And Ashley, oh my gosh, going through the drive-thru with her, she cannot hear. And so she's also very socially awkward. And she's like, Yambi! <laughs> <laughs> She'll text me these things. She goes, I don't know why I do these things. Last night, uh, it's Halloween. We carved pumpkins. We had a big bag of guts, right? <sighs> I go out of our apartment. There's someone walking down the hallway with going back to their apartment. <laughs> He very nicely says, happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. I lift up the bag, go, pumpkin guts. He goes, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Why did I say that? <laughs> he gave you the words to say. 
<laughs> and you chose I pumpkin said, cat. I said happy Halloween. I said, oh, you too. <laughs> pumpkin cat. <laughs> Why? It's like Dumb and Dumber when Why he not? walks out and he's big like, old big gulps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> All right, fan story, because I need to stop telling embarrassing stories about yeah. myself. <clears throat> this is from Megan Ziegler from January of 2021. Wow. I am a bit newer to the podcast and i'm working my way through on a binge to catch up i know i'm on episode 60 today here is my story i grew up as a child of the 90s but i somehow missed the hype of harry potter my cousin shout out to kylie was into it and i'm sure she tried to talk me into it at some point but i don't remember I met my now husband in 2010, and in 2011, on a vacation together, he was rereading Sorcerer's Stone on the beach. I figured if he was into it, I should at least try it out. We read the books together over the phone as we were long distance. I love that. It became a series that we enjoyed together. It has continued to be a part of our relationship as we are now married. I am now even more obsessed with the series than he is. He is a pastor, and we're currently working on starting a preschool in our church. I'm sharing this because the name of the preschool is Phoenix Play School. I love it. To me, Harry Potter will always be a place where I can, where I am my truest self and can escape the stress of the world. I'm a proud Hufflepuff. Woo-woo. <laughs> my wand is dogwood, 11 and a half inches, and solid flexibility. My Patronus is a calico cat, although I am a Meow. dog person. Sorry, Katie and Meg. So I don't really love this. Calicos are so beautiful. What? <clears throat> and we have a dog now. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> what year is this? 21. Uh, okay. Did not have one then. No. I was still working my magic. Oh my God. Thanks for all you do. I am truly enjoying laughing along with you and feel as though I have a group of new friends. Love to you all. Megan. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. Thank you. I love your story and I love the name of the preschool. Yeah, that is really cool. I love that you guys read the story to each other over the phone that is adorable That's really super cute love her okay got one yeah okay what does professor flitwick eat for breakfast i don't know katie what lucky charms <laughs> but i'm ch- <laughs> don't give me that look i just feel like i should have gotten that i'm a little upset <laughs> with myself yeah What's wrong with you? I had a calico cat named Callie. Did you really? Yes. <clears throat> We're all very original. I also had a cat named Miss Kitty. <laughs> Guys, growing up, I had white. a dog named Rover, a dog named Freckles, a dog named Snoopy, Snoopy yeah. and a cat named Callie, a calico cat named Callie. I was, you know, we just rolled with it. <laughs> rover <coughs> all right if after all of that you would still like to follow us on social media for some more of us myself and katie are on instagram and tiktok at the peters family and tiffany is on instagram and tiktok at tiff swish underscore flick i don't think anybody got bingo again you guys stink <laughs> oh my god oh just kidding um and uh, I am pulling the points. Nope. Thank you. Know. Ravenclaw 
Boom. Still in first. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Still in second. Hufflepuff. Still in third. And Slytherin, we are pathetic right now. We're in How fourth. Many? We are oh. in fourth. Yeah. Top three, though. Real close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know what, guys? This one is for all of our embarrassing stories. <laughs> Cringe yeah. moments for you. Uh, I oh. love sharing those. <laughs> Pumpkin guts. <laughs> Pumpkin guts. <laughs> Hit her with trash. <laughs> Here's the moral of the story. I can't take the trash out anymore. <laughs> I can't. Oh, gosh. It's good to get you some conversations with other people no it's not because i always botch them <laughs> some way or another and then i come back and go meg why am i the way i am <laughs> uh, well you know sorry you're okay it's gonna be okay thanks it'll be fine yeah you're gonna make it and then you can tell us more stories like these okay okay this one's for you and your stories <laughs> thanks <laughs> That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Look at my voice! <laughs> Sound like the count. Yeah, that was uh, the point. Uh, 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 uh. Are we ready? Yes. Did you just rip your book? concerned okay no <laughs> sorry when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.